What a crazy time we're living in, guys. Whether you find yourself in the midst of a global pandemic, like we are now, or simply going through a tough time, it is vital to try and maintain a level of calmness around you, if at all possible. And I know that's easier said than done because of course they're going to be major stressors. And I know we're certainly feeling all of them right now, but making the effort to create some coziness is going to make everything go a little bit more smoothly. I've had a lot of emotions over the last month as all of us have um, about our state's shelter in place order, but I found a few things that have really helped me create a sense of temporary normal for our family. Because guys, there's no instruction manual for this type of event. It isn't easy, but we are going to get through this together. And I hope that some of these tips today help you and your family as well. So the first thing that has really helped me during this insane time of social distancing and not being able to really go out and see other people is creating a schedule. You know, all of our calendars right now are just blank, it seems like. And so the schedule has really helped me to kind of find a footing during this crazy time. Now, the schedule doesn't have to be super strict because, let's be real, it's life. And even though we're quarantined or even if you're going just going through a rough time, you know, things come up, life comes up, etc. But having a place to fall back on is really, really helpful. So when you make this schedule, try and find things that you want to include. Some of them may be things that you'd normally do and some may be replacement activities like school. You know, things that I've included in ours are, you know, simple things like working out and getting ready, chores, school time for my four-year-old, outdoor time, meals and meal prep time, and family time. You know, whether you stick to all these things in a very strict way or not is up to you. I tend to use it more as a guideline and kind of a way to see how I can vary up my day so that I don't feel like I'm sitting around all day. But it's just been so helpful to have something concrete to look at during the day. You know, and like I said, this isn't perfect and you're going to have interruptions during your schedule. Henry, my four-year-old, recently within the last week got over a fever. He had a fever for nine days. No other symptoms. It was super annoying. But during that time, it was so hard to be productive. I'm one of those people who, even if my kid is okay on the couch and watching TV while they're resting and sick, I still have a very hard time being productive and getting anything done that I really need to. So, you know, our schedule kind of went out the window for those nine days. But once he was better, and back on track, it was really great to have the schedule so that I knew where to go moving forward. And in addition to having a schedule of daily activities and things I need to do during the day, I also have made a cleaning schedule. So I'm a pretty good tidier 
I kind of enjoy tidying, but I am not usually one to do a ton of deep cleaning on a regular basis. I'm just not that person. I never have been. And I accept that. It's okay. We have professional cleaners come in every other week and they do all of that for us. It's something that my husband and I decided a long time ago that we wanted to invest in because it was worth it to us to get our time back as a family by having the professional cleaners come in. And so let's be clear though, I am not a professional cleaner. None of us are. We all have our own specialties, right? Like I used to be a teacher, now I'm a photographer. I don't try and dabble in other people's professions if I can help it. And so I wasn't looking forward to dabbling in the world of professional cleaning. But I have asthma and allergies and anxiety. So if you combine all those together, it really makes for a nice, perfect storm in terms of necessity to keep things a little bit cleaner around the house. You know, one of the things I'm allergic to is dust. Another one is cats. We have both in the house. So I do enjoy having things a little bit cleaner because it just helps my own overall health. Um, and for the record, I did not know I was allergic to cats before we got them. That was a nice little parting gift from Henry after I gave birth to him. Who knew that pregnancy and childbirth caused allergies? I certainly did not. Anyway, professional cleaners clean your whole house in a matter of hours, right? Again, I am not a professional cleaner. I cannot do that. So I had to break it down into different things to do each day to make it more sustainable for me. Because if I were to try and do everything in one day, I would be so burnt out. I wouldn't feel accomplished at all because I would not be able to do everything else that I had to do during the day. And so I used a cleaning schedule notepad that actually happened to come in my Erin Condren seasonal surprise box this spring. It legitimately came, I think, the second week of March. And it has been perfect because it has a space for each day and then a miscellaneous section. And I write down at the beginning of the week what I want to do each day. So that sort of breaks into different categories like cleaning bathrooms, cleaning and sanitizing the kitchen, vacuuming and mopping, washing the windows and doors, changing sheets, laundry, and basic tidying. So in addition to everything that the professional cleaners would do twice a month, it's also stuff that I would be doing on a daily basis. And by breaking it down daily, I feel much more accomplished at the end of the day when I can say, you know, I had three things to do and I was able to do those three things. Do I do those three things every day? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Life is crazy and even when we're all home, things come up. But it's easier to catch up when I only, you know, accomplish two out of the three things one day and the next day I can do that one extra thing and feel good about where I'm at with my progress. And let me tell you, it has been a game changer in terms of keeping the level of cleaning that has to be done sustainable. You know, with two small kids and one who just learned how to walk, it like floors need to be washed. I don't mop, guys. I legitimately had to ask my husband how to use the mop last week. No joke. I do not mop. I do not like it. I love vacuuming, on the other hand. Vacuuming is probably my favorite chore and something I would not mind doing every day of the week. 
But I don't do that every day of the week either because I'm human. I will say that having everything written out so I can see it at a glance and spread out over the course of the week has made everything run really smoothly. And so my husband can see it because he's home, working from home, and it sits out on the kitchen counter. So every day we both can see what needs to be done and just do our best because that's all we can really do right now is just to do our best in the situation, whether it's during this pandemic or whether you're just going through a tough time. You know, we all have these temporary normals that we go through every so often. And it's just important to feel grounded with certain things and creating these types of schedules has really been beneficial for us in other times as well as now. Another thing that we have really had to do, especially during this pandemic, this is pretty specific to our current situation, but it's to really utilize all the spaces in our house. You know, we all are stuck at home a lot. And yes, we can go outside for little things, but it's not the same as being able to really go to different spaces and, you know, see people at a coffee shop or go to a movie or a restaurant or whatever, where you have a change of scenery every once in a while. And it's nice to have that even now. So no matter how much space you have in your home, it's good to find ways to utilize that space so that you can make it feel new and refreshing. If you don't have a lot of space, maybe you just change up the furniture arrangement in your living room. That would be an excellent way to make the space feel fresh and inviting and different. You know, it would really put you in a different mindset during the day. You could play in different areas. You could create an outdoor oasis with whatever you have in the house or the garage. I know that we're all still ordering things to be delivered to the house, but this has also been a really fun time for me to figure out what we already have and to use it. You know, I've gone through our garage and some of the closets in the house, and it's been crazy to see what we already have and can use to not only save money, but save resources, save delivery people from coming to the house as often. All of those things are really important right now. You know, if you don't have an outdoor space, you can, you can create, you know, a, a reading nook in your living room or a little play area for your kids, something different. So in our house, we have a guest room because our kids share a room. So in our guest room, there's usually not much activity going on unless there are guests. And in this crazy time, we have decided to really repurpose that room as much as we can. So it still looks like a guest room. There's still a bet. It is still Harry Potter themed and awesome. But we use it now as a rest space for Henry and me. You know, he doesn't nap anymore, like I may have mentioned in a previous episode. And yet he still needs time to rest in the afternoon. If Henry goes through the whole day without getting any time to rest, it's really not an ideal situation. And we tried quiet time in his room while Charlie was napping. And that did not work out too well because Henry didn't have to be asleep. So he was talking to himself. He was reading to himself. And therefore, Charlie did not nap as well as she should have either. 
So now we use the guest room as a rest space. And Henry likes it when I go in there with him and he stays in there longer when I'm in there with him. So it's also worked out well for me because it's time in the afternoon that I have dedicated to resting myself, to resting my mind. I don't bring screens in there. Um, I just, you know, I bring my knitting or coloring or whatever. And I sit there with him or sometimes, to be completely frank, I nap. I will lay down in the bed and nap while Henry is doing other little activities. He colors. He does other quiet things. And it's great for both of us. And then we can finish the day refreshed and ready to go. So the guest room has been our solution for utilizing that space in a different way. In addition... One of the rooms in our house is my home photography studio and office. And usually it just functions as my office and studio space, which is what it's there for. However, my husband, Will, is now working from home and has been working from home at this point for almost a month. And and he went to his office on a Monday And by the middle of the day, they said, you're going to be working from home starting tomorrow. And so I did everything I could to get the studio ready for him to use as his office. At the time, none of us knew how long he would be home. The shelter in place orders hadn't gone into effect yet anywhere, including California. And there were just a lot of unknowns. And so he took over my entire desk. Everything just kind of spilled out from what he had brought home and It worked okay for a few weeks, but then we decided that I still needed a space of my own. So again, we went into the garage where we have a lot of extra stuff that we probably need to get rid of, but right now it's serving us well to have a few extra things. And I got a little table for him and he put all of, you know, his monitor over there and his computer and all of his stuff. So now we have two desk spaces in the studio because I'm obviously not using one of the walls for photographing at the current moment. So he is now using that as his space. And the fact that he has his own space, it's really good for him mentally because he felt like he was not only infringing on my space, but also that he did not have a space of his own. And so the fact that we've been able to solve both of those problems with setting up another little desk in this room has been good for everybody. And I'm able to use this desk now for myself. And when Charlie is napping in the morning, thank goodness she takes a great morning nap. And So I'm able to come back in here and work while she's napping. And that's Henry's time to have his iPad, um, which, and again, during a global pandemic, you just can't worry about certain things. We all still need to work. I'm used to him going to preschool three days a week so I can work. And I don't have that time anymore. So he gets to have some screen time while both Will and I are working and it's worked out so well. It's just a little bit of time that I can have that's dedicated to getting work done that's not late at night, which makes me happier and able to sleep better. And it's just been 
awesome. And Henry likes it because he gets to be with both of his parents at the same time. So it's really been a win-win for everybody. And just changing up the space, this space and the guest room, you know, changing these areas that we spend time in has vastly improved my morale during the day. Because I feel like I'm going to different places, even though it's still all our own house. So I just encourage you to find little ways to change things up and make things new and refreshing and see what you can come up with. Maybe you'll love it and be able to do it long term. And then the final tip that I have is just finding something new and fun to do. And it might not even be new. It might be something that you do all the time, but you do it in a different way. I know a lot has been said in different news outlets and through social media about being productive during the quarantine. And I'm not telling you that you have to go out and get 20 new hobbies. That's not realistic. It's not sustainable. You know, I myself have gone through a lot of emotions with the shelter in place order when it first started. I thought I was going to be super productive. I started by reupholstering a chair and then I thought I was going to do all these other DIY projects that I had been wanting to do but hadn't made time to yet. And while I am still working on some of those projects, I really had to slow down because it was not working for me and my mental health. You know, the entire world has been going through all different stages of grief with this pandemic and And it's so important to let yourself feel whatever feelings you're going through about it at the time. You know, there are a lot of different aspects to this and to the disruption of life that it's caused for everybody. And so finding 20 new hobbies is not necessarily the right way to go unless it works for you, in which case, go for it. But for me, I had to really start to slow down and figure out a way to make it fun, and just work for me, basically. So one thing that Will and I did when this kind of all started was finding a few things that we could do together. You know, when everyone's going in different directions all the time and with work and kids and school and whatever, sometimes you don't get all that family time that you need or that partner time that you need. And so Will and I wanted to do a few things together You know, we're going to be putting down new flooring in my studio, which was on the plan for this month anyway. It had been on the plan for the last six months. This is the time of year that it was going to work to do it, and we're still going forward with that plan. We also want to do things like clean out the garage and put together garden beds and start growing our own vegetables and fruits because that's something at our last house that we really loved doing together, and now we want to continue that. So these are all things that we have wanted to do and needed to do, but we wrote them down as things we want to do together and start during this time when we can. You know, we're not trying to do them all in the same weekend. That would not be sustainable. But doing a little bit of each project each weekend is working for us. But during the week, we also wanted to find something that we could do together. So Will's working in the studio most of the day. I'm with the kids. We do see each other very often during the day. Obviously, we're at home. 
but the time after the kids go to bed is really when it's our time. And so during this quarantine, we've decided that by 9 p.m., we're going to stop what we're doing and take some time to watch a, a show together before bed. And we started out by watching Seinfeld because it's a show that really brought both of us comfort and nostalgia. I think in the beginning of this quarantine, especially people were really drawn to shows and movies that held nostalgia for them because it made them feel good and safe. And that's what definitely what we did as well. But then we decided to start watching Game of Thrones because Will has never seen it before. I've only gone through it once and it's been really fun to do it together this time around. That's what we've been doing. You guys can find your own things to do with your partners. Maybe it's watching a show. Maybe it's, do, you know, taking up a different type of hobby or creating something new. But it doesn't have to be complicated. You know, our activity is not a new activity. It's not a new thing that we're watching TV together. It's just that we decided to watch a new show together at a certain time to make sure that we ended the day together and in a good place with each other because this quarantine is putting relationships on the forefront you know you're home all day with the people that you usually only saw certain times during the day and that's very different for most people in the world and it's been important for us to for us to try and adjust the best we can during these times but something that I've been doing for myself is journaling. I'm not someone who sits down and writes pages of journal entries regularly. I have a gratitude journal that I fill out often. I use my planner. I write a lot of things down, but I don't necessarily journal in the traditional journaling form. However, I don't want to forget these months. I feel like in a year or two or 10 or 20, I'm going to want to look back at this time and remember it. I'm going to want to remember how crazy it was, how communities came together and how we got through this together. And so not only is am I doing it for memory and posterity's sake, but I'm also doing it because it's helping me process my own feelings about everything that's going on. You know, there are days that I am just angry or frustrated or sad about my business or the state of the world. And the journaling has really helped with that. Um, my journal has place for a place for writing like a typical journal, and then it also has a place for lists. And so I've been listing things on the sides. You know, every day it's a different category that I kind of write down. You know, while Henry was sick, I wrote down what movies we watched during the day because it was a lot. You know, I've written down people I've talked to on Zoom that week or different family members that we had conversations with, all the little things like that that are going to be very unique to this time period. Another thing that I've really had to do for myself during this time is 
find ways to feel creative because I did not truly realize how much I needed to be creative and needed to photograph people and things until this quarantine happened. And so in order to still feel creative right now in this specific time, I am doing some other things. One of them is writing, but I've also started knitting again and just crafting more. You know, I have made masks for uh, doctors as well as friends and their families, but I also am doing other crafting with Henry and just for myself. You know, I have a ton of crafting supplies. I truly enjoy buying crafting supplies. I will not lie about that, but I do not always get around to using it. And so now I'm able to use all this stuff that I have, which makes me feel good that I'm using what I have and also create some really cool things. So that's what I've been doing. I encourage everyone to find something to do for you in a space that works for you because these are crazy times. They can be very scary times and finding ways to ground yourself and boost your mental health is going to be absolutely vital now. And if you ever have another tough time that puts you in a temporary normal again, you know, life's crazy right now and it's not going to go back to normal anytime soon. Even when things do get back to a new normal, we're all still going to go through tough times. We're going to all struggle at different points. But right now we have an opportunity to figure out what we want to prioritize in this new life. We have a chance to reset our lives, which is amazing if you think about it. And when things do open again, it's going to be another adjustment. It hasn't been easy to figure out any temporary normal that I've ever gone through, but this time around, utilizing these resources has helped dramatically. So I hope that you can take some of these tips and use them to help you and your family. We've got this, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Curating Cozy podcast. Stay cozy and safe, everybody. And I'll talk to you soon.